What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. And KT. And we're back with another episode. We're back on schedule, guys. Um, remember, if you'd like to hit us up, you can do so at Building RPWR. You can hit KT up at KT underscore does art. Hit me up at Gabby's Music. If you'd like to donate towards the propagandizing of Memphis that we're doing, as well as the feeding of the community, you can do so. Link is in the description. Today, we're going to talk about um, why hell is created for landlords. <laughs> this is the part two. We did an episode a couple months back called Landlords Are Sociopaths. Where we went to these local, or not these local, just these Facebook landlord groups. And just exposed some of just the evilness of these people. And we're going to do it again. We, 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 we thought, you know, let's do a little lighthearted one. Even though it's not lighthearted because these people are monsters. But, you know, let, let's expose the people. Okay, so, uh, Casey, do you want to read the first one? All right, so here's the first one. Uh, Hi, my tenant has been in the house for about five years. He's only ever had one contract. I just wondered where I stand if I want to serve notice to sell the house. How much notice do I have to give? Is he still allowed to stay in the house whilst it's up for sale? I've basically seen a house for me that I want to buy, but... I'll need to sell my own home and this one to fund it. Thank you. Oh my God. Okay. So someone replies, no notice. The only time you need to give notice is if you do showings. 24 hour notice, but best to set a schedule of days and time frames in these days and allow viewings within that time frame. The tenant can refuse to leave, which makes it harder, but not really much you can do about that. But in their tenancy before that. If it were me, I'd let them know now that you have a place in it or that you are placing it on the market. Tell them you will leave it month to month and he can deal with the new owner for a term lease. Oh my God. These people are evil. So the lady said now that she found somewhere she wants to stay. This person has been staying at the apartment for five years. Imagine five how, years. Imagine how much, I mean, if y'all have been anywhere uh, five years, in the apartment, in the house, how much stuff you have, how much you get, you got stuff all coordinated up, your food here, your clothes here, you got artwork and stuff up. How, how long would it take you to not only find a place, first of all, then take all that stuff, move it out, Put it in storage just because that person don't want to deal with it no more and wants a better house. I can't, I can't, I can't even think about how much rent that person has maybe paid up to this point. Like, your literal whole life as a single person in one apartment for five whole years, how much rent have you paid? Like you said, all of the stuff that you may have that you're going to have to uproot just because someone wants to be greedy... And find them a new house. Yep. I already got a house, but you know what? I'm going to sell my old house, and I'm going to sell this house just so I can get a bigger house. So, ultimately, that lady cannot afford that new house. No, she can't. She can't. She can't on her own. She has to steal someone else's house that they have been paying for for five years now to get this new one. Screw you. Screw you. Screw you. And that person said, then one person said, you ain't got to give them no notice. Just kick them out. 24 hours notice. Good job. Good luck. Really, the only reason you're giving them notice is so you can let other people see the house. Girl, that is a wreck. That's a wreck. All right, this next one we get is coming from uh, Billy Bob. 
<laughs> Billy Bob says, when a plumbing issue happens on the weekend, do you have to hire a 24-hour plumber, or is it reasonable to wait until the next business day? This unit only has one bathroom, and it isn't usable. Where are you going to take a shit at? So, actually, somebody <laughs> has some common sense and commented and said, if only the one bathroom, what do you expect them to do without a toilet? And actually, I will say a lot of people did say get a 24-hour plumber, but it's something that we're even like, oh, yes, oh, yes, to somebody having basic decency. Because right. why in the world would you even ask this question? <laughs> would you live in a place where you couldn't use a restroom? Would you want somebody to come and get that fixed immediately? What would you do? Just they, I, that That's just what we were talking about is like these people do, these landlords do not look at tenants as human beings. They look at tenants as animals or even worse than animals. I bet these people treat their dogs and their cats better than they treat their tenants. Of course. Of course. Because you're, that's what I'm saying, KT, it's. They'll, they'll talk about it like this. It's an investment. You're not a person. Right. You're money that's going into their pocket. So they're going to do, obviously, the bare minimum so that they can get the most out of the investment. And we're going to, towards the end, we're going to talk about some of the, the money that they're making because they talk about it. They lay it all out. But, yeah, definitely. There's That's why I don't really, I mean, I, they folks, they be crying and stuff about eviction moratoriums and stuff like that and these COVID relief grants. Screw you. Because when your tenant is struggling, can't even take a poop, and you're over here bargaining between whether you should help them or not when it's literally your job, I ain't got no sympathy. So, uh, now I'm going to read some ableism. So, um, trigger warning, ableism. This landlord, the scum of the earth, says, This emotional support animals just drives me crazy. I'm trying to find a good tenant in a small town in Illinois with $900 rent. I had about 30 inquiry. More than a third of the inquiry. The candidates have animals. The interesting is that seems all of them are emotional support animals. If I'm not wrong, to register ESA member of your family needs to be registered with emotionally or mental struggle. It seems people like this come out pushy. Like you can't deny taking me with my animal because they're ESA. I think if you cannot feed your family, you should not be taking animals with you. You have to save someone first, save your family. Why do you ask me to rent my house if by doing it, you fall under the poverty level? My life is complicated the way it is, so I'd rather have my house empty. How do you deal with this? Uh, and, and then right up under that, somebody says, We decided if we are ever forced to take an ESA, we will do a month-to-month -month so we can raise the rent shortly after and get rid of them. I feel like people forcing an owner to take a pet when they don't want one is going to be a problem, tenant. What do you think about that? I think that's sick. That's sick. Can you just say... Uh, it's, like it's like a landlord saying, Hey... Uh, I know you take this medication every single month that your doctor has prescribed to you in order to help you function in this world. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to rent to you because you take this medication. Do you realize how, like, ridiculous that's? Like, that literally sounds so ridiculous. 
And then the, or um, I have this plushie here that uh that I know that you purchased that you spent all this money taking care of and you've cared for up to this point. But you know what? Actually, I don't accept people with plushies in my apartment complex. I don't accept babies in my apartment complex. I don't accept like it just. I mean, I know it it is uh, having pets does cause more dirt and more havoc, whatever. But here's my thing about it. This is the nitty-gritty of it. When it all comes down to all these people's problems, if you can't afford to deal with these situations, maybe you shouldn't be a landlord. Maybe. If if your life is so complicated now that somebody having a dog is finna rock your world, you shouldn't be a landlord. Nobody should be one to begin with, but you definitely. This is not the the little uh, capitalist profession for you. Maybe go into something else. But y'all want to go in this thing because they feel like it's easy like i said they ain't got to do nothing they ain't got to expect nothing uh they don't want nothing that's possibly gonna cause an inconvenience so then they cry and whine when they have to actually give in to people and their needs i just i just feel so disgusted i feel so disgusted by that by the whole notion that People who need support animals, people who need support whatever. It doesn't even have to be an animal. Like you said, yes, animals may cause more dirt and stuff. But to me, it's like, does that matter? Like, you're the landlord. Aren't you supposed to be keeping up with the property anyway? Yep. Supposed to. You're supposed to be. Like, you're supposed to do a cleaning before and after anyway. So why does it matter? You're going to replace certain things. A lot of landlords, even if they have, like, a a carpet, they'll say, well, every tenant, I just replace the carpet. Yeah, I'm sure these ones ain't. That's the thing. They they don't want them putting their money in. And then to add the last part about the $900, well, if you you take on my rental property, you're going to be underneath the poverty level. Okay, well, maybe it's just fucking easier down here because maybe I can get food stamps. Maybe I can I can get all types of extra shit because I'm just right there at the poverty level. Or not? Why are you concerned with? I, and I, why are you like, worried about their money anyway? I why? like how you said you shouldn't have no dog if you're in the poverty level. Girl, be quiet, girl. This if y'all could see how this lady looks, she looked like Billy Joel, somebody <laughs> grand hee haw grandma somewhere, and it's like girl, just sit down, <laughs> just sit down. All right, so this next one is about in Denver, Colorado. I don't know if you're in Denver, you know, you can tell me if this is all facts. But apparently they going to make it so that landlords have to get a rental license okay. to rent to people. Require all landlords, Denver City Council. Okay, so this is great because they, they want to... They say they want to keep track over who is renting, the living conditions, and make the quality of living better for the tenants, right? Okay, ain't no problem with that, you know. Shouldn't be one. Until you get to uh, little uh, Frederick, uh, who says, um, mm-hmm. socialism, <laughs> first of all. Socialism is fast slide to communism, Fire these idiots now before they come with the guns to arrest landlords for trying to rent to people without politicians' approval. Wait, let's pass a license requirement for politicians and only requirement is you have never been one. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> so, what? 
Wait, you having a permit to do business, which you literally have to do for any other business, is... Not even... How is it so... How is it so... Wait, not even a business. You need to have a license to drive a car. You need to have a license to drive a truck. You need to have a license to drive a motorcycle. You need to have a... license to do hair. To do hair, to literally be a doctor, to do anything, to sell something. Uh, Not just business-wise, but like if you're someone in sales and stuff like that, a, a sales tech what how how socialism what? is just stuff that we don't like <laughs> because the, think about this think about this, think about this stuff. they're saying it's socialism not just because of the permits but because they're actually going to be held accountable for the way that they're <laughs> that these properties are and the way these people are living that's socialism. socialism to anything. So socialism, <laughs> think about this, guys. Socialism, communism is anything that has your best interest, a working class person at heart. Mm-hmm. Anything. So maybe we should be looking at what's this socialism, communism thing. Because <laughs> apparently if the landlords don't like it, it is something. Not saying this is socialist or communist. This is burly. This is some uh, liberal reform type of stuff. All housing needs to be free. But I just thought that was funny. Because, child, what? Go cry. See, they're, they're always in here crying about something. And it's never nothing legitimate. I just think it, I think, I'm sorry. Like, not the socialism. I'm just going to ignore the socialism as communism thing. But just a thought that you wouldn't have. Here's my thing. I thought all landlords would need some kind of license anyway to be renting. Like, do you not have to have some kind of, like, paperwork or something that says, hey, I'm a landlord, and you got to give it to the government? Well, I guess they're they ain't got a head. I don't know. I don't know. And t- do you know, I mean, I, we'd have to look up the laws and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know if in Tennessee you would even need that. But if you don't, then what the hell? How did they, here's my thing, all these tenant, all these landlords and stuff that get all this extra income for supposedly providing quote-unquote affordable housing, how are these uh, landlords being held accountable to that? I know in Memphis they're not, they're not being uh, held accountable because we have so many places that are for affordable housing, quote-unquote, but the tenants are not actually being able to go into it. They're Mm -hmm. just allowing the rich tenants to be there. Yep. And taking the other half of the building as a loss. So it's like, yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. Why would you wouldn't have a license anyway? Wasn't that standard? I'm sure if we look it up. I mean, this is this is a common practice. This is what all the rich people get into real estate. So, you know, they want to make it as easy, as easy as possible. And if we look it up, I'm sure there's some concrete reason why they're not, they don't have that. And I'm sure it's just to make the process easier for everybody. Okay, so before I read this, I I feel like we should have mentioned this previously, but pretty much all of these posts are by boomers, and it's it's really hard to read what they say sometimes. So, um, anyway, let's see. Let's talk five-day grace period or late fees after five days. Why? Why do you do it? Why not have rent due on a day that works for the tenant, and it's late after that? I'll always ask them what day they want it to be due. And we put that in the lease. Rent is late the day after it. So they slash you feel you're going, you're giving them something. There is no right or wrong answer. Just wondering your logic is for doing it. I'm a very strict landlord and it's paid well for me. And the first lease I had 
had that in it, and I dropped it immediately. Thanks for you input. <laughs> so somebody replied, I completely agree. My rent is due on the 1st and late at midnight on the 2nd. It has worked wonderfully. Tenants don't want that $100 late fee, so they pay ahead of time or, no, they pay on time or ahead of time. The 30 days between the 2nd and the 30th slash 31st is their grace period. So, initially, when uh, we read this, I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense why you would want it to be, like, because the 1st through the through the 5th isn't really going to work for everybody, right? Not everybody's, like, payments and stuff like that are that way. But the way this guy is saying it, he's saying it like, it doesn't matter. Either you pay it on this day or you're evicted. Like, that's it. You don't get any other grace period. You don't get five days. You don't get nothing. And so uh, someone else ended up replying to him and said, because your mortgage lender does the same thing to you if payment is not received after grace period. Plus, if you don't apply this to your lease, some people will just want to pay you whenever. Yeah, that's true. But And, and that's, a, that's a good thing that, that she said, that just to remind us that these people are paying on mortgages. Literally. And so they're demanding you pay immediately on time or strictly on this date when they're not even doing it. But, I mean, that's that's the way that it is. We, and we have to remember that uh, these people do not own these properties. Nope. Majority of these folks is not rich enough to have these properties already paid for themselves. Nope. They are, are living paycheck to paycheck just like you. And so that's why they're so desperate to be like, ooh, you got to give me my money. You got my money. You got my money. You got my money. Because you are, you are... They're freeloading off of you. They're literally freeloading off of you. They're sitting there with their handouts waiting for you to give them their money so they can give it to the bank. You you work 40 hours every single week just so that you can pay some random person that you've never met. Some of I have never even seen my landlord. Not once. I've paid the company for like three years now and never once have I actually physically saw the landlord. I've never talked to him on the phone. The only thing I've ever done is text them. And I'm paying so much money out of pocket. We're all paying so much money out of pocket. We don't know who these people are. They're nope. just freeloading off of us. And they don't care. They don't no, care they don't care. money. They don't care if you somebody in your family died. They don't care if you got in a car wreck. They don't care if you broke your leg. Nope. Nothing. No grace period. Or even if it is a grace period, how long will that last? Because even when we look on here, there's some people like, well, this person, they weren't able to pay their rent last month. Which, how, how do I start evicting them? It's like, oh my God. There, there's no soul to these people. Like I said, they deserve hell. All right, so the last one uh, that we're going to do is some guy talking, asking the people how much profit they make off of their uh, rental property. And the guy said after paying the mortgage off and insurance and stuff, they had a $160 profit, okay? And so everybody in the comments is laughing at the guy being like, what? That's all you get? That's that's nothing. That's nothing. We get this. We get that. Okay, one person said, that's a loaded question. On a highly leveraged property, I'm more than happy to break even and take a tax loss. Real estate is a long-term investment. I still own my first property bought in 1982. You build wealth through appreciation and letting your tenants pay off your loan. So that just runs back around to what Gabby just said. 
is that these landlords do not own these properties. The banks do. They have a loan. They had enough credit. They had enough income in order for them to go and buy this property through the bank and get a loan. At that point, now you are paying off their loan. Yep. You're paying it off. No one else is. They're not. They went and got the loan themselves. They're the ones but who you're it. paying it. Sure uh, Some lady said, uh, that's why I buy lower price homes. That was your capital is greater even after, or that way your capital is greater even after expenses. I get almost $1,000 a month. My mortgage doesn't exceed $500. And rent is $1,300 to $1,600 Jesus. There was also another person on uh, TikTok that I saw, this guy, and he was showing off how much he pays. He has uh, 201 properties, okay? Of these 201 properties, each month, he makes $200,000 from his tenants and rent. $200,000. And his mortgages is only $68,000. So with that being said, he's making like, what, one hundred and forty k per month off his tenants? Yeah. Literally doing nothing. He's literally just sitting around. Literally. He can sit in the office all week. And then all month he can sit in the office. one hundred and forty k and and uh again we talked about this but let's let's go back to the main thing they say what what's the job of the landlords the landlords we do have a job we do have a job we're providing you with housing we're providing you with a place to stay are you though because just for me personally looking to buy a house there are no houses mm-hmm. because y'all bought them all and forcing people to rent them. And now I'm looking to rent a house. And I can't even rent a house because y'all done converted the houses into duplexes. So are you providing a service? You're providing a service to an artificial problem <laughs> that you created. Literally, you created And then it. coming back and say, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Give me money. You're welcome. Yeah. And you have people who think they're doing the moral thing. Oh, I'm helping people. I'm, my, my rent is cheap. My rent is cheap. I'm helping people. If, you're, if your goal is to help lower income people with the place to stay, why aren't you helping them build their credit up? Why aren't you helping them get loans so that they can buy their own house? Not even that. Why aren't you just, like, offering them that for free? If you really just want to help people. Like, if, well, you're, I, well, if you have excess capital, okay, and all you want to do is sit up here and help people, and your goal is to help people, why aren't you just giving them the house? Yeah, if you, yeah, you, know if you have the saying? money to buy the house, like, give them the house. That but, like no said, but like we said, the majority of these people can't even buy the house. That's why, no. that's why I said that. This is why I said help them get loans so that they can get the name because majority of these folks ain't buying these houses in cash. No, I don't even, I don't even, like, here's my thing. I just feel like we have excess, we have excess houses, okay? Yeah. We have excess houses because of 
uh, these contractors that build these houses, that build these apartments. They're trying to make capital, right? So we have excess houses, we have excess apartments. Now we have these uh, giant corporations like Zillow uh, that are going out here and buying these. It's like, is there like a, I don't know the economics behind all this, but I wonder if there's like a bubble where it just eventually pops. Yeah, and it's, it's going to pop. And it's like, okay, rent can finally be $200 again. Like, I don't know if rent was ever $200, but I'm sure at one point it was super duper cheap like that. It, will we ever get to that point again, I wonder. But but let, let's talk about the greed of capitalism. That, that's yeah. About, that's the main thing about it. Because I didn't read some of these things, but folks were talking about increasing rent. I gradually increased rent, um, and somebody was like, I don't care. I just charged $200. These people are, are increasing rent for no reason because, let's think about this. They're paying a mortgage. A mortgage is at a fixed rate. So there's no reason for them to increase yeah. your rent. There's no reason. They're not paying for utilities half the time. Y'all are paying for yep. the utilities. So that your rent could be constant. There is no reason why your rent is increasing just because everybody else is, in, is increasing, which is what they say. They say we base our rent based on the market. No, you should base your rent based on this mortgage you're trying to pay y'all. Yeah, you really should. Just greed. Just greedy. Nothing but greed. And just like the housing crisis of the old, this is going to be a rent crisis, like you said, because so many people are being evicted. There's no And so way. many people are not going to be able to afford rent or houses that people just going to be, well, it's it's not going to be the corporations. It's going to be these little quote-unquote uh, entrepreneur real estate people that's going to be holding the bag with all these houses, thinking they've got a, a, a get-rich-quick scheme, and they're going to be the ones screwed over at, Asking the, the banks and, and the government to help them out because they can sit their ass down and, and just be content with their houses. Something else I want to kind of complain about is, uh, uh, and this is like not necessarily landlord, but kind of landlord, is these Airbnb hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, these Airbnb people have went and they have literally bought up all of these cheap properties that people like me might have been able to live to live in or Gabby might have been able to live in they flipped them and since they flipped them now they can get like 100 300 400 dollars per month or per night and the local people can't even rent in them yep not to mention the fact that most of the time these Airbnb hosts are absolutely horrible and then you can't rate them that they're horrible because they may rate you back and say you're horrible and then you can never use Airbnb again. Like, the whole con- uh, situation of Airbnb in and of itself is just absolutely awful to me. I get that people want to be able to stay somewhere. I get that people don't want to pay hotel rents. But whenever they start uh, taking up housing that is already very low in especially lower income areas... That's evil. That's just plain evil well, to I'll me. Well, I'll say this. When I first started using Airbnb, which was like a long time ago, show me. Um, <laughs> majority of the places I was, all of the places I got the Airbnb from, the people lived in those houses. Yeah. And they just moved, they just left that weekend that we were there. Yeah. But now, as time has gone by, I'm starting to see that these people, just enti- the houses and the apartment is just for the Airbnb. They don't live there. And that's that's taking it to a whole nother level. Like that's that's taking it to the landlord 
on steroids because you're not only creating a a drought as far as people buying housing, you're creating a drought as far as people having places to live, local people having places to live, period, to even rent, like you said. Yeah. So you're causing an even more artificial problem on the already created artificial problem till eventually we're going to get to a point where entire neighborhoods are nothing but Airbnbs and don't nobody live there except for tourists that come in and out and it's just what you're going to do. Something that's really messed up too I've seen because like at a certain point I was like uh, whenever I wanted to move out of my apartment I was like okay well I know that I cannot afford any apartment here in Memphis except the one I have. Like I've got a crazy deal. Um, so it's possible that I might be able to get an Airbnb because then everything will already be furnished. Uh, the lights will be paid for, the Wi-Fi will already be there. Maybe I can afford an Airbnb, but these people have made it so that not only did they take that property and they stole it and they say it's for tourists, but they've put in their little listing, will not rent to locals. Yeah. Will not uh, let locals live, uh, stay here. Mm-mm. Will not, whatever to locals. Like, they absolutely will not let locals stay. Yeah. Yep. That's awful. Like, I can't say how evil that is. That's just so evil. I've said it a million times on this episode, but that is literally so evil. When there are so many people, not, oh, I just, I just thought of something. There are so many freaking homeless here in Memphis, okay? And I saw recently on the Neighborhood app that this lady was doing this wonderful thing uh, and getting two twin beds for the refugees from Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> I commented on there. I said, you can't do this for the homeless in Memphis. No. Like, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? That's the, and that's really what this all comes down to. And I was... I, Let's talk about Atlanta for two seconds. I was in Atlanta last <laughs> last ride. week, and you know I was getting a little tour of the city because you know I had to get the four one one on uh, the gentrification and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I was getting the rundown on the prices of some of these houses in the neighborhood, some of the apartments, all uh, this that. I saw the. Um, the Olympic place, wherever they put the little Olympic stadium back in the 90s, where mm. all that gentrification happened and all that stuff. And Atlanta has a, their homeless population was probably worse than Memphis, as far as on every corner there was somebody that Jeez. needed help. And every, every every garage, there was somebody that needed help. Every place, there was people that didn't have nowhere to stay. And I'm like... Atlanta. I just saw people on Twitter saying this is the place to be. I just saw people on Twitter saying this is the place for the black entrepreneurs that's affordable for people to live. And I'm like, how in the world when all these people, I'm sure a lot of these people lived someplace at some point in time. And were evicted and never had a place to stay ever again. But, and this is all caused by the real estate and the landlords and capitalism in general. But we're supposed to believe that the landlords are good people. And to that I say, land reform, one of these days. Landlords don't need to exist. If you know a landlord, steal from them motherfuckers. And uh, that's what like I'm Ru- Ruin the property. Like, genuinely, <laughs> like, 
At this point, like, I, with my apartment, I've lived here for, like, four years. I, I know for a fact that they're going to try and take that security deposit. Every single one of the landlord groups, they always say, well, I found a nail, so I took their security deposit. Like, I know for a fact they're going to take my security deposit anyway. Fuck this apartment. I'm not keeping it up. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, that's how you should really, truly be. Honestly. Uh, yeah, as long as you can have somewhere else to stay. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, this has been a ranting episode. But we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope this has helped to radicalize you. Send this to some of your landlord friends, or send it to some of just your, your uh, regular tenant friends that may still be on the side of landlords, or people who may be considering being landlords. Let them know how we feel. Let them know how they're evil. Um, they're going all right, to guys. They're already in hell. Yeah, they're going to hell. Um, if you would like to uh, <laughs> comment or respond or hit us up, you can do so at Building Art PWR on all social media sites at KT up at KT underscore does art. Hit me up at Gabby's Music. If you'd like to donate to the propagandizing of the community that we are doing as well as the feeding of the community, you can do so. Link is in the description. This has been Gabby and KT. And this is Building Our Power.